Hello, and welcome to Runtime Babe. I'm Rowan Wood. And I'm Davis Mathis, and we're dating. And this is our podcast. It hasn't been for the last month. I don't know if you've noticed. Yeah, we've been back at college, which to be fair, we started this while we were at college, but mm-hmm. starting a new semester of classes is kind of busy. Yes. So while this is not going to be the first episode we release after our hiatus, that would be last week's, mm-hmm. most likely, um... This is the first episode we're recording after not recording for upwards of a month. Over a month. Yes. Well, recording, we recorded in late August-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so about a month. Yep. Um, So if we're a little rusty, that's why. Yes. Um, Yeah, we record our episodes out of order and... We plan to keep recording throughout the school year, uh, throughout the start of the school year, but we figured we would be putting out better content uh, if we... Took a month off. Took a month off, yeah. And I think that that was the right decision. Yeah. Um, A lot to get used to uh, at the beginning of the year, and so thank you for all for bearing with us. Um, And uh, we didn't plan on it when we recorded our last episode, so that's why we didn't say anything about that, but we're back. Hello, welcome back. Um, so this week, uh, we are going to be talking about a movie trilogy that was released over the course of, I should have done the math beforehand, um, 23, no, I made that up, 2013, 1995, what's each one is nine years apart, nine years apart, so 18 years, 18 years, um, yeah, and that is the before trilogy. Um, directed by Richard Linklater uh, and starring Ethan Hawke and Julie Delpy. Um, I first watched these movies um, last, uh, not this past January, but the January before then. And I watched them all in like two days. And then I watched them again a few months later when I showed some friends. Uh, and then I've been hyping them up to you I feel yes. like since we've been together yes. as, as one of my and favorite you have, trilogies like, ever. Very pretty criterion yes. editions that are like, they're so pretty that I could not have afforded if they weren't half off. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I've heard a lot about how much you love these. Mm-hmm. I've heard basically they're walking and talking movies, mm-hmm. especially the first two. The third kind of differs from that formula, but they, the first one takes place over the course of a night the second one takes place over the course of a few hours really yeah yeah and then the third one is a few days probably right i know i think it's a day maybe, maybe a day okay. yeah yeah um and it's following the same two people who you can probably explain the premise better than me yeah um so not to say that i could explain the premise better but um well, you're more familiar that is true so um, the first film starts off, uh, on a train bound for, I think, I, I don't know where the eventual destination is, Paris, maybe. Yeah, I think it's Paris. Yeah, but they're in Vienna. Um, they, they stop in Vienna, and we start with this young man, uh, Jesse, played by Ethan Hawke. Uh, this one came out in 1995, so still pretty young Ethan Hawke, early on in his career. Um, he, um, starts talking to, to this girl, um... Celine, Celine. Yeah, it's Celine. Yeah. Played by Julie Delpy, um, French actress, and he convinces her to get off the train with him in Vienna, 
and they basically have a night of getting to know each other uh, and walking around the city of Vienna um, with the knowledge that they only have that one night to spend together. Uh, and so it's 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 a romance, but it's pretty unconventional. Yes. Um, and, and, and feels very much like that. Um, and the next... <laughs> Sorry, Rowan's taking his socks off as he's talking? Yeah, because I realized I forgot to take them off and I'm hot with the socks on. Okay, because so it's hot in, if you'll just bear with us room. for a second, he's clanking around, getting his socks off. I, I could clank more. I could go... No, no, don't clank, don't clank, don't clank, don't clank. Okay. This is a podcast. Yeah. Not a clank environment. Okay. <laughs> Who said a podcast can't be a clank environment? Continue. Um, the next film, uh, so so that was before Sunset. The next film is Before Sunrise. Uh, it picks up nine years afterward. Wait, I thought it was the other way around. I thought it was Before Sunrise, Before oh, Sunset. Oh, yep, you're right, you're right, yeah, you're right. Yeah, because right, right. the first one's at night and the second one's during the day. Yeah, yeah no, that makes sense. Um... And so... Wow, the expert here does, doesn't know the girl's expert. name, doesn't know the movie names. <laughs> Keep going. I'll just um, correct you and you inevitably get the details wrong. Sounds good. Um, and so nine years later, uh, Jesse has written a book about his experience, like a fictionalized account of the events of the first film. And he stops in Paris on his book tour and uh, Celine is there. And they basically catch up, and uh, in in the few hours that he has in between the uh, the talk and having to go to the airport, uh, they basically discuss everything that's happened in their lives in the last nine years. Um, and uh, then, I I don't know if it's too much of a spoiler to say that signs eventually point to romance again. Yeah. Um, and then the. Uh, finale of the trilogy that was in 2004 it's hard to talk about the premise of the finale right without spoiling what happens I got this. at the end of I the got second this. Okay. i got this so before midnight released in 2013 nine years afterward um which that's a really fun part of the trilogy is yes. that the characters it's nine years time passed in the world for the characters mm -hmm. and nine years between yes like production of these films mm -hmm. so the actors are in the places in their life where these yes. characters would be yeah. similar. It helps with, like, the believability and the naturalism. Yeah. Of like, they look the ages they're playing because right. they've actually they aged are. nine years. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, so Before Midnight uh, is set in Greece, um, and uh, they are together at this point. Okay. That was exactly what I meant when I said it's going to spoil how the others... But I feel like <laughs> that's very clearly what it's leading to, right? Not necessarily. Totally. I, it, it totally is. I don't know. Back and forth... In... Before... Um, Sunset, I was, I was really back and forth. I think that's what I liked so much mm -hmm. about that one, is yeah. I really didn't know if they were going to end up together. Mm -hmm. And I think... I would have, it would have even been ambiguous at the end if there hadn't been this third one. Right. Yeah. Okay, continue. That's true. Um, anyway, so they are together. Uh, they are vacationing in Greece. Um, and th it's interesting because it's a complete, like, we see them at a completely different, not only a completely different time in their lives, but in a completely different time in their relationship. Because between the first and second movie, it was nine years of them not communicating at all. 
And then these this nine years has been nothing but communication and being around each other. So we're seeing Which them apparently as, is the worst thing for a relationship. <laughs> but we're seeing them as very different characters than we saw them the last time. When I feel like their characterization between the first and second one is more consistent because yeah. they were not at the point where they wanted to be in their lives. Characterization between the second and third one is very different because I think that they had they got to the point where they thought they wanted to be, but maybe it didn't turn out to be the best thing in general. Anyway, that's spoiler territory. Yeah. But um, anyway, so what was your initial reaction? Like, did you, when I, how I've been building this up for you over the last year, like how, like what exactly were you expecting compared with what you got? I don't know. I think the first one I got pretty much what I was expecting. And Mm -hmm. I think the reason I wasn't so like, we got to watch these. Okay. Right now. It's like, as you were describing them to me, I was like, this feels like a movie Rowan would love. And I would sit through and be like, I'm glad I watched this, but like not be like, I need to see this again, you know? Mm -hmm. And so the first one, I think I remember the first one, I think I was underwhelmed by the characters, to be entirely honest, but the premise and like the way it was shot, like there's a lot of like one takes, Mm -hmm. which are really cool. I think all of that really lived up to expectations and that's what made the first one so good to me. Mm But I didn't really fall in love with the characters. I do really like Celine more so. Oh yeah, you hated Jesse in the second one. The but first the first time, one, I was like, Jesse is like a pretentious little asshole. <laughs> but also, he's like a twenty-three-year-old guy backpacking through Europe who's just got dumped or whatever. Right. So I was like, okay, being this like, oh, I'm so cynical and. I'm an artist, like, that whole vibe, and, like, oh, women and men, they're just blah, like, all that makes sense for the place in his life he's at. Mm -hmm. So, I did not like a lot of the things he was saying. He just, like, annoyed me. He was the type of guy where I was like, there's nothing inherently wrong with this man, (laughs) but, like, I just wouldn't want to have a conversation with him. Like, I would not want to spend 12 hours walking around and discussing life with him. Right. And... I was listening to Celine's views on women and feminism and things like that. And I was like, I don't know why she wants to spend all this time talking to this man. Like, he just, they just didn't seem, I think that was my big issue. It's like, it was very sweet. And, like, I could understand as an isolated thing how romantic and wonderful that would be to just have this connection with essentially a stranger. And to grow so close over such a short time just by, like, sharing all these intense feelings and stories and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like, that is really cool, and I could see that. But it was pretty much immediately clear to me in the first movie, at the point in their lives that these characters were, they would not be compatible for a long-term relationship, totally. is how I felt. Mm-hmm. And so I think that was a little bit weird to me. Is I wasn't like, oh, these people are soulmates. Like, it's so cool that they met this one time. Like, are they going to meet again? It was like, oh, it's so cool they met this one time. It's a good thing <laughs> that they aren't gonna meet again for a sec because I I just don't think they're compatible right now. And so then going into the second film, I was like, okay, this film either is going to show that Jesse has grown and developed as a human being and that he held some of his views or spoke in the way he did and was like just kind of like a like a I don't even know how to describe him and why it rubbed me the wrong way. It was just like pretentious feeling like he was 
so deep and angsty. And I was just like, oh, shut up. Um, but in the second one, I figured either he's nine years older, he will have matured, and he's going to maybe have the same outlook on life, but just articulate it and live it in a different way that is more palatable to me. Or it's going to double down and I'm going to hate him even more. And I am happy to say, happy to report that in Before Sunset, I actually really enjoyed both characters and their relationship. I still maintain that I thought they were fundamentally incompatible based mm-hmm. on their, like, the way they dealt with the world. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like, oh, cute, this will complement each other. It was like, no, I, I don't know if this would work in a long-term relationship. Yeah. But... I liked Jesse. I was really interested in the place he was in in his life. I was even more interested in Celine and the place she was in her life. And the, like, anxiety around, like, am I ever going to find someone and be happy? Or, like, is it worth it to settle down and be happy even if you're not sure they're the right person? Or whatever. Like, all those things were an interesting exploration for me. I liked Jesse's passion and I thought the way he flirted was a lot more charming. This was the only movie where I found Jesse charming. And so I was like, okay, I get it. Like I get why they would be thinking back on each other. There was the romance in that one. I liked the most, even though one or maybe both of them were like actively cheat. Both were actively cheating on other people. Yeah. That's kind of a spoiler, but both of them are in committed relationships mm-hmm. at that point in their life, but are like clearly talking about wanting to have sex with each other and stuff. And so that I was like, what? But that's kind of the point that like, it's this person that they met and had such a strong connection with. And it's always been like a what if in their minds, mm-hmm. but they never got a chance to see what the real answer was until now. Like that makes sense. And then the third movie I'm sorry to say it. Jesse lost me again. <laughs> um, uh, he was unkind too many times. And I know Celine was like over emotional or like a little bit paranoid. But like Jesse was also like outright a dick and... Manipulative. Ma- de- like so manipulative. Almost everything he said, I would turn to you and I would be like, that is fucked up. <laughs> like you cannot say that to well, I'm getting into spoiler territory as to exactly the nature of their relationship. You can, you can just... If you, anyway. if you haven't seen these movies and you're vaguely interested, go check them out. They're, they're, they're worth it. I think they're, they're definitely very, worth it. I think they're very interesting pieces of art and, like, valuable films, especially if you're interested in film. I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. My issues with the characters aside, I definitely think these are, like, very valuable works of art mm-hmm. worth watching. Yeah. I just, it it was hard for me to root for this relationship that felt so clear to me would not work out. Okay, yeah. Anyway, I want to hear your side of things. Because I know, especially the first times you were watching, I'm scared I might have tainted it on the, not tainted, but on the rewatch, I was so like, they're not compatible, Jesse's an ass. Um, and I know that is not how your viewing experience mm. went. Well, the first time I saw it, I think I had a similar experience to the characters mm. in that I was swept up in the romance yeah, of it all. Yeah. And I, and I think th- th- that, in- that connection that they had on the train is 
singularly responsible for all of their delusions about this relationship for the rest of their lives. Like, for for the remaining time that we see them. That's a really interesting take. Because their connection on the train is beautiful and, like, so cute. And also, the reason they connect of this, like, old couple arguing with each other. I don't know. It does kind of reveal, like, does Richard Linklater just think that men and women will grow to hate each other? (laughs) But anyway, I think the train connection is so well done. Mm -hmm. And I I think that makes perfect sense. And I think that like getting swept up in the romance of the mm-hmm. moment is th- the best way to view this. Right. And a very effective that the movie can do that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, continue. I don't think, I think we're meant to root for the relationship. I don't think we're meant to see that it is good for both of them. And I yeah. think the third movie is pretty indicative of that because mm-hmm. they're like, they are, they clearly, love each other and like love being around each other however there is not a single scene in the third movie where they are not fighting or arguing in some way there's not a single scene when they're together that there that there's not some sort of argument however minor yeah between the two of them and i think that's very intentional oh, i think yeah. this relationship is fundamentally flawed and again i think it all goes back to that connection on the, on the train that gave them a hope that it could work out a mm-hmm. hope that like it sucks now, but it's gonna get better, and they and that's kept them going for decades. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. I think, I think I would have had a, and this isn't to say I have a negative view of the trilogy. I don't. I I'm so glad I watched these films, and I think they are incredibly well done. Mm-hmm. I think I would be more like personally in love with them. If the third one had ended, like, one scene earlier. Mm-hmm. And I was telling you that. That yes. I didn't want there to be another scene. There's a moment where Celine leaves the hotel room after her and Jesse are in a fight. And I like feel like... the worst fight we've seen them have. I, and I think they've both said so many things that they, like, cannot come back from. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I'm not in a, a relationship that... Like, I'm not married for nine years well, or whatever. They, they weren't married. Oh, yeah, they weren't married, but, like, they yeah. were living... I mean, yeah, I mean, their their kids thought that they were married. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But, like, so I don't know. Maybe maybe when you love someone and tensions get that high, you do say those hurtful things, but also, like, I don't want to say those hurtful things. Like, I don't think yeah. that is ever going to... I don't know. I feel like there's ways to deal with conflict without... Like, it's not just that they got heated and started yelling at each other. It's mm-hmm. that they got heated and said, like, evil things to each other, is how yeah. it felt to me. Yeah. And I just wanted the movie to end with Celine leaving mm-hmm. and saying, I don't want to see you again. And it'd be like, oh, the downfall of this relationship that was kind of built on, like, this romantic fantasy of the circumstances. Right. Uh, and there's one more scene after that. And I, I didn't like that there was the one more scene after that. Mm-hmm. Where the idea is like, oh, well, like, this is what love looks like, I think is kind of Jesse's point in that scene. I think that's Jesse's point. I don't think that's the movie's point. Yeah, but I don't know what the movie's point is. I don't know what the movie's point is either, if yeah. I'm being entirely honest. And so the fact that it ends with Jesse making this, like, this is what love looks like point, and Celine being like, okay, fine, we can start over, I'm like, oh, no, guys, don't do that. Yeah. 
I don't think I've spent enough time thinking about this with nuance either. Mm. Like, I think I just am like, leave him, you know? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and I I do want to spend more time like actually contemplating like what what are these movies saying you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah um I think this movie has um or these these movies the the three of them have I mean they have inconsistent outlooks on love but I think that's partly because they were made as three separate movies. Totally. Um, without, like, like I don't think they planned to do the next two after they did the first one. I think w- once they did the second one, they were like, we, we want to do a third one nine years l- later. Yeah. But I think they didn't necessarily, um, like, they weren't planning for that ending of the third movie when they did the first one. Oh, definitely. And I think it's interesting that the first movie is very hopeful in and and very intentional about um like connection like that instant connection that they have on the train like that's that's a very magical thing Mm -hmm. however i do think the one consistent consistent thing across all three movies is that they are fundamentally incompatible yeah but they're hanging on that connection. Mm. Going back to what I said before. See, I couldn't tell how intentional that was. Yeah. I think was my issue. I, I think it was intentional that. in the third movie. I oh, don't know definitely. how intentional it was in the second one. But retroactively, I think it, that theory does work. Yes. Yes. I think so too. Yeah. yeah. And I just couldn't tell, was it supposed to be like that in the first one? Or mm-hmm. was I supposed to be like, oh, this is magical. They are, this is perfect. They are yeah. in love. Yeah. Because I didn't quite get there. The second one kind of got me there. The mm-hmm. second one, I was like, okay, like, I'm buying into this. Like, Especially, I don't know how long this will last, but, right. like, I love that they're willing to ignore what their lives are supposed to look like and give a shot to something that makes them feel, mm-hmm. like, joy in a time where they're both yeah. in dark periods. Like, I'm I'm all here for that. Um, and so I kind of, at the end of the second one, I was like, oh, I, the third one is gonna, I don't know what's gonna happen here. And I didn't expect it to go to the place it did. Mm -hmm. I don't know how else it could have gone. Right. After the way the second one ended, to be entirely honest. Yeah. Like, I don't think there was another option. Right. Because if it's a purely happy ending, then there's no conflict to care about. Yeah. And if it's a, it's, and, and if it's an even worse, more nihilistic ending... Like, I feel like it would be purposely ignoring that connection that they're still hoping they have. Yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very interesting and layered mm-hmm. set of films. Yes. And it helps that Ethan Hawke and Julie Delpy have great chemistry. Yes. Yeah. I love both their performances. I think I love Ju- Julie Delpy's a little bit more, yeah. but also that was Partially just because I am partial to, like, Her, the independent feminist woman. The character. Versus, itself, yeah. like, the the guy who is writing about the sex he had with the French woman. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. like, I'm just naturally going to care about one more. And so I found her to be more charming mm-hmm. than him. Yeah. yeah. But. Yeah. I don't know. I think in the first movie, Jesse is trying to get away with saying a lot because he's endearing and cute. Yes. And in the second one, I think he is endearing and cute. Definitely. And he can back up um, 
he can back up uh, what he's saying with more maturity. Definitely. And oh, definitely. in the third one, I honestly think in the third one, as things start to unravel, they get less and less mature about everything. Totally. Yeah. Which, like, it feels like they're, like, going back through their, like, reneging on their character from, like, on their development from the last two movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in the first one, like, Jesse's a little bit annoying, but he's not, like, like, he's a good dude. He's just, Mm -hmm. like, a little annoying at times. And I might, I'm probably in the minority saying this, like, I don't know a lot of people that are just, like, the before trilogy, like, Jesse sucks. Right. You know? And I know there are people... In the the third one, I think there are a lot more people talking about it there. But then, and then I know there are some people that are also, like, Celine sucks, of like I read a lot of letterbox reviews that were like, "Oh, before midnight destroys both of their characters." Mm-hmm. Like they're both acting crazy. And I was like, "Well, they're both acting they're both acting crazy, but it feels like Jesse's doing so in a way that destroys his character and Celine's doing so in a way that is logically consistent with everything we've seen her do." Yeah. You know, well, not to say Jesse's acting out of character. No. It's just like the very worst version of Jesse versus a version of Celine that just feels natural given the circumstances. Yeah. So I just had a lot more empathy for her acting crazy than him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he's the one that kind of instigates the totally. whole thing. Totally. I, I mean, she, like, when not she's that, not paranoid, that she, like, oh, you're cheating on right. me. And then it's like, yeah, he is. Or he, not he is. He, he, he is he, not actively. He did. He did, like, yeah. one time. Yeah. It's and implied. I, I so, also, like, that's not crazy and paranoid right, right. Not, not like not to say that she's blameless like she also escalates it in, oh, totally. in, 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 in unnecessary ways but i think that we are seeing these characters um for most of the movie the, the third movie we're seeing them try to keep up the like their their like facade feels too cruel yeah but, like their their facade of being in love because that's what they're used to and that's what they are relying on yeah and in that argument, it all just falls down. Totally. It all falls apart. Yeah. And and we see them being who they are. Like, we see them reverting to their base instincts, which is, I feel like, what who they would be... Hmm. I don't know. I was going to say who they were, like, who they would be if they hadn't gotten together. But I don't know if that's entirely fair to say. No, I think it's just, like, their... Yeah, I think it's their worst instincts. Mm-hmm. Like, the... The version of themselves that, if they were to put in no effort, right, they can become. You know. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I want to know what your ranking of these three movies is. Um, two, three, one. That's different. Didn't you used to have the third one? As three your used favorite? to be on top, and then I rewatched them all. With me? No. Or... Well, 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 yes, but like. I, I think two is no, it didn't have anything to the do. best written yeah and the best acted and the best shot. I think three I, I think two is just beautiful. I think oh I, I mean I think they're all beautiful. I agree. three is great for locations, but two is like like we go all around Paris and Paris yeah. is gorgeous. yeah. I definitely agree. I think two is on top. Two is like pretty flawless. yeah like if I'm gonna rewatch one, two is the one I would genuinely really want to put on. It's also short. It's like 80-something minutes. That's true. Well, that doesn't have as much to do with it. Yeah. But... It doesn't hurt. But it doesn't hurt, yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah, that's one that you could just be like, let's watch before sunset. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, yes. Whereas the others, I would have to be in the right mood. Right. Um. And then probably one and then three. Yeah. Three, I think, is my least favorite. 
I appreciated what it was trying to do. It just strays too far from the the what makes the others so cool and different. Mm-hmm. And it's just more cynical. Right. And uh, like it's not like bad, but it is not it's like pretty unpleasant to watch mm-hmm. at least it's the second half. Right. So I still appreciated that one, but it, it was probably my least favorite of the three. Part of what I love about Three or Midnight is that the the actors are at a point where, like, Ethan Hawke and Julie Delpy started helping out with the script and dialogue on Two and Three. Mm-hmm. And by Three, they know the characters so well that it, it feels like they're not actors playing characters. They are the characters. Totally. And I think that really contributed to... Um, why I love it because even though like they are both not being very good people to each other, yeah, it's really really fascinating how much I buy everything that's that's happening. Oh, totally. Yeah. The acting alone in these yeah. is so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The third one, I think, I think some of the acting in the third is some of the best, mm-hmm. just because like there's well, no, the second has some really great acting moments too. Yeah. Anyway. I love the last scene of two where she's yeah um, playing the guitar and then uh, dancing while he's on, on on the chair. Yeah, yeah. You are gonna miss that plane. Yeah, yeah. I like that one. Yeah, yeah. I like when she has a breakdown about like I'm on I'm fundamentally unlovable. Mm-hmm. All that. I think that's done very well. I kind of hate that she is her worst fears around that are proven right in this specific relationship by mm-hmm. the third movie. Right. Um, but also, you know, sometimes that's how it goes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the things that where you're like, this is a flaw of mine is actually a flaw of yours. Right. I'm surprised he didn't, Jesse didn't exploit that more in their argument in three. Yeah. Because I feel like that's absolutely something he would do. Yeah. 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 Um, so your ranking is two, two one, one three. three. Yeah. Okay, and now rank the characters. Like all two of them. Yeah. <laughs> In terms of what? <laughs> How much you like them? How much I like them? Well, I mean, Celine's first. Yeah. Because I think she's she's so charming, and like yeah. and like very genuine. Yeah. In a way that Jesse. Jesse, it feels performative at yes. times. Yes. Yes. Jesse's at his best when he lets his guard down mm-hmm. and is like genuinely vulnerable with Celine. Yeah. Which we see mostly in two. Yes, which is why I liked him so much in two. Mm. But, um, yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Celine and then Jesse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the side characters? Do you remember any of the side characters? In, um, in, in, any of them? I, I, know I three, three, favorite three side the characters most. are in the first one. Those oh, two yeah. guys. The two that guys like, doing the play about the cow. Play, come to our play about the cow. And then there's <laughs> one of them, like, I play the cow or yeah, something like that. Yeah. Love those. Yeah. And then the second one or it's either the first or the second but i think it's the second has the one where there's that guy that's like i don't have much money i'll write you a poem if you like the poem pay me what it's worth i think that might be the first one okay maybe it is i genuinely I don't, know. don't remember but uh, that feels like the first like towards yeah. the end yeah and then and then i don't think there are too and then many jesse's like oh he writes one. that same one over and over again and right. celine's like oh my god just like let me have fun um <laughs> yeah that was where I was like, I don't know if these guys are compatible. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
And then the second, I don't really remember any side characters. Yeah, I, I, they're probably the second are. one is mostly them, just them. And there the are one, there's like, like Celine's cat, and like there's the, the people that are having a little barbecue outside at Celine's place. They're, they're the uh, the people uh, who uh, the guy who's organizing Jesse's book tour. Yeah, uh, his, yeah, yeah, his driver who like like they don't get personalities at all. But in the third one, we get all of the people that they're staying with in yeah, Greece. Yeah, so there's like old guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, old Greek guy, old Greek guy's wife, other Greek guy, Greek other Greek guy's, guy's wife, wife, young guy, young Greek guy, young girlfriend. And, and, and I love French them. Girlfriend. They're fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're fun, and they, and they, they, they actually they seem like a compatible, healthy version. And maybe they're not. Maybe the point is like, oh, like they're young and in love, and like they think everything's so great in all mm-hmm. these ways, but like. All couples deteriorate eventually yeah. because that's kind of how it feels with the other ones at the table. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but less so. Than... I feel like the um. Oh wait, the older guy, his wife is. Oh yeah. Is dead. Right? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um. Anyway, he was my favorite of all of them. I think he was, he was the best written, um, and he just seems like. I mean, he, from what he says, had a like just a fantastic marriage and life. Yes, and yes, I forgot everything. about that. Yeah, yeah, I liked him for sure. Mm-hmm. I thought the other couple that were like, I don't remember much about them. Just that, like, the guy was pretty horny, wasn't he? Yeah, the guy was pretty horny and talking about it a lot. <laughs> and the girl was like, I mean, it was very much like, yeah, men and women, we just see the world different. It was like a lot of their <laughs> yeah, vibe. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, we learned to get along. Um, which I, I never love that as like a marriage in media, but it's right. also like an incredibly common real world totally. thing of like, especially in, okay, not to get like all like queer theory on you guys, but like <laughs> in this heteronormative culture where so many kids, especially straight kids, are growing up and learning very specific, this is what metrics of success are, this is how your life is supposed to look. You graduate high school, you go to college, you get married, you get a job, you have kids, you retire, you die. Like, that's what it looks like. Mm -hmm. And when there's so much pressure to follow this path, or you feel like a failure if your life doesn't look like how this path does, then yeah, there's inclination to make a lifelong commitment to someone that might not, you might not be compatible with in the long run just because you want to succeed in this like hetero prescribed lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So not inaccurate. Like that is how totally. some couples function. Um, I maybe naively really like the young couple. No, I do too. And I think they're going to be lovely and in love and <laughs> actually work very well together yeah and have a very healthy stable relationship going forward the way i say it each of the couples and the old guy at the table i don't remember anyone anyone's name yeah um but they all represent um a different um uh kind of relationship totally and that's like and and jesse and selena are included in that Mm -hmm. um and and i think that was the perfect thing for the third movie to show them better and worse versions of what they could have been. Yeah. 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 I yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did. I know some people don't look. Oh, and then there's also like Ethan's kid and the daughters and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're not, they're they're not cool. really characters. Yeah. Yeah. The little girls do a really, the actresses do a really good job of pretending to be asleep for an absurd amount of time. Yeah. Right. 
that maybe they were just actually asleep back there. I don't think so, because they had to wake up at a very particular yeah. point, right? Yeah. Um, um, also, great. Uh, I love that they're raising their kids bilingual. I think that's yeah. great. Um, Does... I can't remember. Does Jesse know French? He's he he's I think picked up a little bit because since being with Celine, but that, like not like well enough to. That was the I remember being like they've been together for like nine years <laughs> and their daughters are fluent in French and Jesse like only sort of knows it. Yeah. Like well, like barely knows. Okay, it. it is much easier to raise a child with two languages being spoken by Oh, no, no. I know it's easier for the child. I'm just saying that after nine years of it being, like, regularly used in your household and by your wife, like, I feel like you would learn it by then. I think he probably knows enough to get by. Okay. But also, I feel like he's kind of an ignorant guy (laughs) who, like, would not purposely learn French. If he's going to learn any French, it's, like, picking up. Well, and that's my thing. It's like, why wouldn't you just learn French? Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. Um... I was going to say, I know some people don't like the third because there's too many side characters mm-hmm. and it's not just Ethan, not Ethan, that's his <laughs> name, Jesse and Celine the whole time. Yeah. I actually do really like the side characters. I do mm-hmm. think they add something nice. Yes. Um. Yeah. That's my point on that. Yeah. I agree. I, I, I think, again, with the couples at the table, um, I think are really interesting and his relationship with his son and his two daughters i think is also like we don't spend a lot of time on it yeah and celine's relationship with his son i think that's so interesting that the son feels so much closer to celine than to his dad yeah um i mean he's probably i wouldn't be surprised if he if he has harbored this sort of quiet resentment against his dad his whole life well yeah but the ex-wife has very clearly harbored outward resentment against celine Celine, and you'd think the son would also... What's his name? Like, Henry? Uh, Henry, yeah. He, You'd think he might also... For her being the other woman. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess so. He did, like, essentially cheat on his wife with Celine. Yeah. And so I, I just think it's interesting that Celine was able to create a relationship there while um, Jesse... I mean, there is a relationship. He just confides in Celine in a way that right. he does I think it, it might be... Um, I, I'm I'm guessing this is pure speculation. Yeah, yeah. But Henry's but, yeah. mom was so angry at Jesse and Celine, um, and so she has devoted a lot of her, like when Henry was young, devoted a lot of her emotional energy in that direction. And I don't think Celine ever was super outward about her anger towards her. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. why why would she have any anger towards her? Like, yeah, I mean, Jesse seems to think so because he's always, he's on the phone like, stop telling Henry bad things about his mom or right, whatever. Right, right. Um, but, like, I, I'm guessing she wasn't as openly hostile. Right. So I would imagine Henry would respect that and maybe see Celine as a mother as yeah. well. If yeah. not more so than his actual mother. Yeah. When also just, like, based on what I know of the two characters, Celine is significantly more emotionally available totally um so yeah i i just thought that was a really fascinating choice Mm -hmm. because you know that's not anything that we would really know from the first or second like that would point us in the direction that jesse's son from his previous marriage would be more likely to connect with celine than to him and i think that's I think that's a really interesting character choice. I like that, that they do that in the third. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
two of these movies were nominated for one Oscar each. And it, it, it is the same award, and neither of them won. Um, can you guess which ones? Uh, was it cinematography? No. Was it sound? No. It is what you think this movie would be nominated for. Not Best Picture. <laughs> best Original Screenplay? Adapted Screenplay. It's adapted? Because... It was for two and three, which are oh. based on technically based on the script from the first movie. It's like it's like sequels are only oh, cool, eligible cool, for cool, the cool. adapted screenplay category. Um, neither of them won, but yeah, yeah, um, interesting. I do think it is. I do think that's. Interesting. I think there um, either of them could have been up for acting awards, but mm-hmm. totally, yeah. Um, but those are some of the only things that Ethan Hawke is nominated for an Oscar for. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because he has a screenplay credit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on... he and Julie Delpy both <clears throat> co-wrote two and three. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, awesome. anything else to, to say before we wrap up? Uh, I think that's all my thoughts on these. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I am very happy you showed these to me. Good. I'm glad. It was a lovely experience. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and fun to watch with a partner. Yes. Agreed. Very fun to be like, oh, this is sweet. And like, oh, that's hella toxic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. So that's our discussion about the Before Trilogy. Um, we're going to be more consistent with uploads going forward. Uh, we're going to be here week to week, like we were last time. Um, but if we take another month break at some point, don't be surprised. <laughs> uh, it might happen. It Who might. Knows? Who knows? Um, yes. Uh, but. But. Until then. Until thank you then. all for listening. Thank you. Uh, love you. Love you. Bye.